From Outrun the Bear Media, this is Dads on Dads on Dads on Habits. Welcome to the Dads on Dads on Dads podcast, a show about the lighter side of fatherhood. Each episode, three newish dads talk about listener-submitted questions and discussion points surrounding a particular theme. Today's theme is habits. Habits. They're those things you do because, well, because you do them. Maybe you brush your teeth three times a day. Maybe you get up every early every morning to work out. Maybe you smoke cigarettes. Not all habits are healthy, but yet we all have them for good and for ill. But kids, ah, before the technocratic out in Silicon Valley laid claim to the word, kids were the original disruptors. Used to be a gym rat? Say hello to the couch. Used to love trying out a new restaurant every week with your spouse? Say hello to frozen food. Some of us take on new habits once, once kids come into our lives, and some of us see having kids as a great incentive to dispense with the habitual detritus that's been holding us back. Whatever the habit, and we've all got them, believe me, rest assured that our kids affected and may have been affected by them. And as dads... And parents, we are, for better or worse, going to have a central role in shaping our children's habits. But before we get to our theme and the listener questions, though, I thought we'd spend a few minutes talking about some people and podcasts we're really excited about. On Twitter, you might have seen that we're checking out a slate of three podcasts every week. We do this not only because we love podcasts and the podcasting community, but also because we believe that a rising tide floats all boats. If you want your podcast featured on one of our weekly shoutouts, just follow us, follow us on Twitter at Dads on Dads Pod, and we will get to you eventually. Uh, and But there is one specific podcast we're really into, though, and that's the show Barbie Kong, done by friend of the dads, Katie Rettman. Now, Barbie Kong is a podcast where host Katie Rettman interviews a different female guest every week. And Colin's lovely wife, Amy, as you know, and has as is constantly reiterated on this show, was, in fact, at one time, a guest. They talk everything from parenting to media to the idea of feminism, feminism in this climate. And through this exploration, personal stories are revealed and unpacked. Now, guests vary in age, race, and socioeconomic economic status, so there's kind of something for everybody. Barbie Kong is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So get to it. If you start listening to Barbie Kong now, she's got quite an episode list. There's a lot there, and it's just a really solid podcast. So make sure to tune in. All right, guys, let's get to it. Uh, as always, I'm Paul. Here with me is Colin. Hi. And Michael. Greeting. Guys, before we move on, let me ask you this. What's new in dadding? Colin, what do you got? Uh, I went to the park uh, earlier this week with Dell, and uh, he's seen this before, but for whatever reason this time, he really locked in on some skateboarders who were uh, hanging out at this one corner and jumping off some steps, trying to do some grinds. And uh, it was like three or four guys, and we were out there with Dell's little scooter. What's a grind for those who might not know? Oh, it's where you ride a rail or a corner of a like a step or something. Oh, with, that's cool. With, you, with the board, not the well, you can do it with the board or the axles, I guess, but okay. not the wheels. That's okay. The, yeah. Got it. Um, and so, yeah, he really, he was really into it, really locked in. They would jump off the steps, and he would go, oh, man. And I'm like, Dell, that's not safe. I'm glad you're enjoying this. This is not safe. I kept having to pull him back to stay out of the way. Um, so we went home. We watched some skate videos on YouTube, and he continued to say, oh, man, cool, uh, which is fun. And obviously, eventually, I'm going to have to and now, I'm gonna and have to work on this with him. And this is your life now. Yeah, apparently, this yeah. is it. Yeah. Did well, you immediately download Tony Hawk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would. But you might actually really love in time a skateboarding video game, and that might actually scratch the itch. Oh yeah, I think you know, we could. You, yeah. you know, you could teach your kid to be that sedentary is a better way to right. be. Right. <laughs> much this, much in, safer in, in this world. Yeah, way better for your skull. Right. right no right. concussions. <laughs> no, but it's. I mean, that's that's really cool. It's yeah. it, it's amazing. Whenever I think I I know that whenever I see Teddy liking it uh teddy really liking something it's just amazing to see them get into anything well and then you just want to give them more of whatever that thing is right like, this might be a terrible idea it's but adorable. you like it so here you go like what do you do if you if you if you see somebody smoking cigarettes and he's like oh man oh cool <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's bad for you um no we shouldn't do that not cool <laughs> not at all yeah. So I mean, so what's next steps on uh, on Dell's skateboarding career? Well, he's got to work. You got to on... get him a deck and yeah. some 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 good. I did. 
well, so then it got me into it, and I was like, well, what if I got a skateboard to get around? What if I? Clearly, I'm forty. I'm almost forty. I definitely need to buy a skateboard for right. the first time in my life. Now. <laughs> like no one's going to question that. Seeing that's, that going that's down the your midlife crisis. Right, 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 right. right. Um, it's not midlife yet, though. He's not fifty. Right. right. Although, to be fair, you know, midlife at fifty seems a little late. Maybe, yeah. maybe my midlife was twenty-five. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, my big quarter life crisis. <laughs> that's a little spooky. That's and that's a little pessimistic yeah. even for you. He's he's got a scooter. Well, well I'll back off of that. Right. He's got a scooter <laughs> that he really enjoys riding around on. He got really good on that uh, pretty quickly, and uh, I'm going to give him quite a while on that before we get up to the get up to the uh, the, the no handles scooting as as the cool kids call skateboarding i will say that i have rollerbladed once before in my life yeah um and some of the the safety equipment especially for the hands yeah i mean and this is this has got to be 15 almost 20 years ago yeah the safety equipment even then was so amazing yeah like it's like they have these little like plastic when i was doing it they had these little like plastic plastic, that that kind of goes in your palms and you feel and you feel and you feel really safe Mm -hmm. and you feel like you can kind of do more because you if you you know if you fall yeah it's not just you know you're not going to cut your um what do you call it? You're not going to cut your palms and your forearms yeah. all to all the heck. And you will yeah. hopefully not break your wrist. Right. And, well, yeah. ab- absolutely. I mean, yeah. abs- absolutely. <laughs> but like you feel you can catch yeah, yourself yeah. a little bit better. It's really, yeah. it's really cool. So, you know, I, I mean, perhaps that's something you could get them started on now and just kind of, you know, send them down the avenue. Right. Sure. Right, right yeah. down Delancey Street. Yeah. Just kick them down. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Because we all know that safety gear is always considered super cool. So cool. Right. Yeah. No, it is. It's neat. And all yeah. the cool kids are doing it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, speaking of safety um, and speaking of things that uh, that might be less safe, uh, I had my first, oh, my God, the Uber is coming, but Teddy just blew out and we have to get him changed, <laughs> changed on a sidewalk. Um, that was definitely a first. We were just leaving the Natural History Museum uh, which which we went to with friends and Teddy was like you know now is a great time to go to the bathroom like this is it this is my time this is my time to shine I could see the thought bubble and that what was going through his head he's like this is this is it I'm the star right this now this is my moment right 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 yeah, right right sure. yeah. and he you know uh, 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 Brent Gumble from March Madness came out this is the you know it's one shining <laughs> right, moment there's basketball yeah. players everywhere it's very very strange a bus pulled up into the rotunda whatever um, but yeah that was that was definitely a first that was the most extreme changing circumstance that I've ever been through with Teddy. Yeah. I mean, I guess an airplane is kind of extreme, but not really because it's contained. Right. Yeah. yeah I, it's uncomfortable. It's not like, but it's, do yeah. it now, do it now. It is. Yeah. A, you know, and I want to talk about airplane changing tables for a second. <laughs> are, are, are these built out of, you know, are these built out of Austrian oak? I mean, they're <laughs> so hard. Like there's not a bit of cushion. You could, you could have put a cushion, guys. So, I mean, like, so in, in our changing bag, we've got a cushion that I always put down before I yeah, change, yeah. uh, before I change thin ever. But I really enjoyed the changing table in, in the bathroom, uh, on my flight, uh, to Seattle. Probably. Why? Well, because like the the bag was just like right there behind me, it just kind of folded down over the table. Yeah, and it's hard or, as or, a slab of New Hampshire granite. Sure, <laughs> sure, but I've got a pad on it that you know I brought, and it's fine. Well, Teddy so. wasn't having it, and he says, "Poo to you, <laughs> poo to the changing table." But yeah, that was that was definitely a first for us. But you know what? We got him done before the Uber. Or just as the Uber was arriving, we got everyone packed into the car, and nice. we got where we needed to be on time. I consider it a win. It's a big, big W. Yeah, that's, it, that's a good yeah. one. And that's a good side. It's a big sidewalk. There's a lot of spots there to, yeah. to throw a kid down and sling some poop. Yeah, it was, you, you know, and that that's what we were. We were slinging poop. <laughs> we, were, we were just and you poop know, slinging. <laughs> we were just poop slinging fools, man. And uh, Teddy's got those uh, those solid poops, those, those new solid poops, oh, right? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Don't even get me started on this. <laughs> This constipatory conspiracy wrought by my pediatrician to give my boy solids. I mean, I don't see why we can't give him formula till he's twelve. Yeah, but it's, it's big food right. telling us what to do with our children. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Don't push me around. I'm gonna keep big my kid- solids. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, big matter. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna keep my kid. I'm gonna keep my kid on Similac and breast milk till he's seven. Oh. That's it. 
That's it. No, I'm kidding. I can't. Imagining a pale, sweaty child in kindergarten. (laughs) Very thin, dark circles under his eyes. Look, once he's 21, he can drink (laughs) and and also eat salad. He can drink and masticate whatever he likes. But while he's under my roof, no, just kidding. Soft teeth and weak jaws. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, It's terrible. Um, But... (laughs) So, yeah, Salads just did get started, and uh, they were interesting in that he really does seem to pretty much enjoy almost everything after the first bite. Like, mm. the first bite, it's mm. always like, I feel like it's always a texture thing with him. Like, it's more yeah. like the sour face he puts on is, yeah. is not like, I don't like this. So, Paul, it's as, like, as, what is this? As as a great, great service to our listeners, please show us that face <laughs> in here. So, I, I mean, I, I, I it, it's like this kind of, it's like you just ate something and you're like, oh, oh, what is, what is, what is going on? It's the, the, it's the entire face gets like pulled down. He's, you know, I'm not going to say he's like droopy dog in the, in those moments, but you know, the entire face is like a, it's like this frown, but it's not like, it's not a dislike. It's like a, I don't know what this is. This is this is new to me. Yeah, yeah. But like after the first spoonful, he's usually pretty good. And his hands get so sticky. I can't abide yeah. by sticky. Oh. I can't abide by sticky hands. It's yeah, it's uh, a challenge. I, I just I, you need wipes. You need to have those wipes on hand to be able to wipe them off. I just but can't. I've, I just I've, can't do it. I've heard, and I think I'm starting to be able to vouch for this. I can't do it, Count. It's it's not a good idea. And this is we're entering advice territory, so you know, take with a grain of salt. Yeah, but, but I had read that it's not a good idea to to be fussy with them while they're eating to like try to keep them clean right because it'll make them really uh adverse to that and it'll make them fussy about eating and stuff right i tried to avoid it but just recently dell like if he's tearing apart a peanut butter sandwich he'll get halfway through it and then like stick his hand out and want me to wipe it off which i'm happy to do because that's that much less peanut butter he's wiping on every surface in the apartment (laughs) sure but I'm, i'm seeing him like not like the mess as much. I don't How know. Did he get it on the see. ceiling. I don't oh, even man. understand. He works hard. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. No. He's the hardest working baby in show business. Yeah. Is, yeah. What I, is what I've heard. <laughs> is what I've heard. He's he's killing the gym. You know. And, and if he's not on a project, he's thinking about a project. He's conceiving <laughs> a project. You know. He's. It's just always what's next. Always what's next. Um. The 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 shocking thing to me is is how much he liked it, and that there was no food that didn't get eaten in some regard. I actually, th- I thought he'd like spit carrots out. Yeah, you know, that's or great. Some, or some, ve- you yeah, know, Finn, or some Finn really didn't, didn't like carrots. Uh, when, but that was also the very first thing we gave him. That was probably a, a poor choice, but you know, like every, pretty much everything ever since he's been really into, he loves, I mean, he loves fruits and blueberries and all that, yeah, but yeah. he also loves like cauliflower, nice. which is great. Right. And we're, you know, and you were slowly introducing him, trying him, you know, first, you you do you do two you know we're doing you know one at a time and then we're combining the two so apples and then bananas and then apples and bananas you know right. so and we're, and we're making our own applesauce which is fun um, and uh, lobster and then caviar yeah and then <laughs> lobster and caviar I mean I would I asked when I could try him out on the beluga. Right, but, sure. Uh, I didn't. I haven't received anything back from the pediatrician, right. so you know, I, I, I'm, I'm unsure about that. Mike, what do you got that's new? That's new in dadding here. Well, so I, I was actually one of those friends that you went with uh, to the Natural History Museum, and it was a lot of fun, by yeah, the way. It was, it was really, really great. Um, a friend of ours uh, was in a, a little show there. It was great. Yeah, it was, it was a good, it's good time. Was a snarky polar bear. <laughs> um. But yeah, like that. That's that's kind of the the newest thing. We took Finn around uh, around the museum, and uh, because he is a baby, he didn't really take in the the whole history of it. I don't think um, he was more like, "I'm a baby. I'm sitting here." Yeah. Um. Like, but but it was it was kind of great because you know I, I took him out. It was just just me and him taking the subway, uh, which was you know it was a bit of a, a trek to get there. Um. Took him in the stroller rather than strapped to me, which is also not usually how we ride the subway. Mm, so, yeah, you know, uh, waved waved to other people and uh, recognized that he is a very large uh, seven month old. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, talked to somebody who was across the way who had an eight month old. Who I was like, that's much smaller. <laughs> that's a very very small baby. And everyone's like, oh, is that was a one year old or like? Is you your know, baby twenty? Yeah. Um, <laughs> He looks 
very large. Yeah. He Unsettlingly, was, though. He was he was smoking at the time, which also <laughs> threw people off. Like the cool kids. Right, exactly. And Teddy, and Teddy looked at him and said, ooh, cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> no, no. He was actually skateboarding and smoking. <laughs> right, right. Uh, uh, but, uh, by the way, I just want to suggest, I just have to interject one one brief thing on the cab ride back today uh, from the from Natty Hist because that's that's what the short I'm trying to popularize for the Museum of Natural it, History. Yeah. Natty Hist isn't going to happen. It, Stop trying to make Natty Hist happen. So Paul. on the way back from Natty Hist, uh, we're we're in Astoria and we're driving on 33rd Street and we stop at like uh, I think it's 30 36th Avenue and while girls just want to have fun is playing on the radio this guy in a full suit is skateboarding down <laughs> nice. the middle of the street and in in somebody we were riding with said oh that's so cool like he's so <laughs> cool like cuz it really kind of was it was a really yeah. cool all thing right, to do he's right. wearing sunglasses he looks you know he looked okay he looked put together you know and he's in a full suit and he's just just skateboarding right along. Did you time travel to 1986? And was this Michael J. Fox? <laughs> um, Is that what? I I almost <laughs> wish that I I almost wish that I did because that means I guess the Back to the Futures are on their way to coming out. Or am I? Mm, I think the first one had come out by then. I yeah. 85. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was. I was four. So uh, so <laughs> yeah. But that's uh, just a little little that's aside fun. there. <laughs> in terms of you know skateboarding and what's cool, he was not smoking cigarettes though. Okay. Well, so that's good. Extra cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. That, so uh, the the Natural History Museum was a good trip. Um, my my wife came and relieved me because I had to go somewhere else that may have been right here. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was, it was a good time. Nice. Well, so that's. I mean, it sounds like we're we're busy as ever, guys. I mean, so yeah. busy. I mean, it's just it never it never ends. Uh, but you know, while we're being busy, it, it it's. You know, we do have habits that we that we maintain from day to day, you know, whether we know it or not. You know, we brush our teeth. We take showers. These are all habits. These are all things that we do without necessarily thinking about it. So along those lines, we've got some questions. Um, what's one habit? The first question. What's one habit that you broke or adopted as a result of your child being born? And I'll go first because mine's really easy and it's pretty low-hanging fruit. I quit smoking. Nice. Um, yeah. And I used how I, I – I have stopped smoking a number of times in my life. Uh, for, yeah. Stopping smoking is easy from what I hear. People do it like 10, 20 times a week. Yeah, yeah. 10, 20 times a day. If you, yeah. <laughs> even, if, even if you're smoking, as soon as that cigarette goes out, you know, I've stopped smoking until I have my next cigarette. Uh, but what I use is to keep me, to keep me on the – is it on the wagon or off the wagon? On the wagon. I'm on, be yeah, on the wagon. You're staying right. on the wagon. Right, right, right. So to keep me on the wagon, I use nicotine replacement therapy. Mm-hmm. And what nicotine replacement, it's like, it's the gum, it's either the gum, it could be patches. In my case, it's nicotine lozenges. And that, over over the course of my life, is found to be, the, is, I found to be the most palatable form of nicotine replacement. Mm-hmm. Because the gum tastes like garbage. The patch is, I think, too much nicotine for me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not... I wasn't a heavy, heavy, heavy smoker. I wasn't a multiple, multiple packs a day smoker ever. Mm-hmm. I was maybe a half a pack at the most, a pack in a day. But it had to be a really long day, or you know, I, maybe I, maybe I went out and partied or something, and you go through a pack, right? But you know, I was never all that heavy. So the lozenges to me are the best because they taste like mint, and they take away the cravings really, really quickly. Okay. Um, so you get that kind of immediate fix that quite frankly you're craving uh and that you need and that keeps you like that 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 makes you sane so like the thought and what happens when you don't use nicotine replacement just so if people aren't aware is your brain even if you don't want to smoke your brain starts playing tricks on you Hmm. and it says it'll say things like man you'd a cigarette would be, be be really good right now, wouldn't it? And that's a thought that'll come into your head, right? A cigarette would be really good right now. Oh, it'd be delicious. I just ate this beautiful meal. A cigarette would be great. And or it's only one, you know. It's only one. You could stop. You could stop after this one. It's only one. It's only one. You know, all these kinds of thoughts, like oh, you know, kind of keep you going back to it. But nicotine replacement helps keeps those helps keeps those kind of uh, thoughts at bay because you're not like constantly fiending for nicotine. Now, 
a lot of people mentioned to me, well, how do you get off the nicotine replacement? And the answer to that is, I don't care. You're right. <laughs> I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I know a guy, actually. I know a guy that I'm not going to say in what context I know him or who he is, but I know a guy that's been using nicotine replacement for 20 years. Yeah. 20 years. And you know what he's not doing, though? Smoking. He's not smoking. Yep. And I asked him if there were any dental issues as a result. Mm. Uh, and he says, no. There's no, there appears to be no long lasting. I mean, at the dentist, everything seems pretty normal. Yeah. So that's what, that's what I'm going with. Uh, you know, the, the smokes are out of the house. The smell is happily out of the house. Yeah. Uh, and Teddy doesn't have to smell it. So, so I, I'm curious, uh, when you were looking at nicotine replacement, did you look at all at, um, the different vape options? No. And, and, and the reason I ask is, is because, um, a lot of the vaporizers actually specifically say like we're here to help people stop smoking. I, I don't I don't think it works that way. I re, I don't think in pre- maybe maybe that's what they say because they want to wear a white hat. But I don't think sure. it, and I don't think it would work that way. If only because it's the same sort of habit. It's the same kind of it's the same kind of oral thing that's going on. And yes, you are vaping. And I and I've what I've heard from the vape what I've heard from people who who have vaped. Is you've taken a lot more nicotine than mm. you otherwise would. Okay. So it depends on how you use it. From from what I understand. Right. But, yeah. but it, their potential is there to just take in as take in a, just a ton more than you would if you were smoking regularly. And I would imagine then that if if I I would imagine for me that it doesn't work because I also wanted to break the type of habit yeah. th- that I was doing the yeah. the shaking the behavior, out the, the, right. yeah. the, the physical behavior yeah, yeah. you know I wanted to I sure. want, wanted to definitely wanted to snap that and um, uh, I, I didn't I did not think vaping would work and also there's also you know some people are suggesting things like you, you read things on the internet I don't know what's true or not I don't know what's vetted or not you know but there's you read things about things like popcorn lung that are, oh, debil- yeah. that are that are yeah. debil- that are debil- it's a debilitating condition said to be you know that some people are purporting that's associated with vaping i don't know i haven't looked into it mm-hmm. but but yes i did consider it and and i and i dismissed it immediately okay. because it's just not it's not the type of it's not the type of replacement i wanted to be doing so so you're not you're not going to uh, hit that jewel no i'm not no. Okay. i'm not and actually the jewel makes me a little nervous because um because kids at 14 it's all about kids yeah. at this point yeah. i mean they come in flavors right well, I mean, it's the same thing i mean it's the tobacco industry did it with cigarettes and right. now the vape industry which is probably the same people are doing it with their stuff i mean all tree to get kids yeah. all tree is who owns marlboro by the way all tree has got to buy jewel right i yeah. mean that's the play yeah if i'm if i'm if i'm the all tree company i'm buying jewel or yeah. or if i'm rj reynolds yeah. you know or, or rj Nabisco, i'm buying jewel right or or if you're jewel you want to get bought by them <laughs> yeah. so that right, you get right, that right. payout. Right, know? right, right. Sure. Yeah. And then they can convert their tobacco fields to legalized marijuana, yeah. and then there you go. <laughs> yep. Pick up a pack of Marb Greens. I yeah. mean, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but no, that. So yeah, that's that's the other thing that gives me pause about about the about some of the vapings yeah. is how ex- kind of accessible it seems to be yeah. to, to kids. Okay. Well, I I grew up in a smoking household, uh, and uh, I commend you because neither of my parents ever began to make the effort. Uh, it was also a different time, but, uh, right. but yeah, um, my, uh, I thought that my dad had tried to quit at some point cause I remembered him wearing the patch, but my mom corrected me. It wasn't that he was trying to quit. It's that the hospital at which he was a respiratory therapist had outlawed, uh, smoking on the <laughs> premises at all. And so he couldn't even like go out to his car to smoke. So he would time it. He'd put the patch on and time it so that he could take it off so that he'd be lighting up as he was driving home. Well, you like, know that's how right. on the nicotine he was. But you don't feel good when you're coming off of it even in the short term. I'm yeah. I'm telling you now. Yeah, if yeah. you're trying to if you're trying to feel good, you, it just doesn't feel I mean, in a in a in 2 years or 5 years or whenever or or whenever I'm able to, you know, I will I I'm going to try to wind it down and wean myself off, but it's really really hard to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's really yeah. addictive. It's incredibly addictive. I uh was it yeah, yeah, it was uh Slash was on WTF with Mark Marin, our fellow podcaster who I believe is still right. on the lozenges, I think. I it's, haven't listened to it in a while, but I think he's just like you, like he's like, "Oh, this is what I do now. Like right. I'm not going to try mm-hmm. to quit these cuz it's good enough." But And and they're also delicious, by the way. They they're, they're, <laughs> ni- they're nice and minty. They taste good. Yeah. I'm, I'll be 
I'll be honest. They, you know, they taste good and I get my fix and that's it. But like he and Slash have both been through successful recovery programs for hard drugs and they both immediately concurred that nicotine is so much harder to quit than all that stuff. <laughs> immediately. Why did, what, I mean, do do we know why they, why they said it was? I, I think it's just intensely addictive. And right, I mean, yeah. I would assume that you, like you can function a lot better on nicotine than you can on heroin. If you're addicted to heroin, well, yeah. it's going to take a toll on your day-to-day <laughs> life in a way that cigarettes don't, you know. Right. When we were in school together, my writing recipe was coffee and cigarettes. Yeah. It was a, you know, it was a medium hazelnut, light and sweet because you got to get that sugar <laughs> um, because I'm apparently, I was apparently a hummingbird at the time. And, uh, and, it was, and, it, and it was, and it was a pack of cigarettes yeah. and because it keeps you up. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel like your brain's a little bit quicker. Yeah. So, all right. So um, the, interesting, I, before, before we move sure. on, I, I do want to say that, um, my dad, I believe actually quit cold Turkey. Ooh. Because he's, he's a man. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, like it's I. Yeah. I've got to give props to that. Yeah. Here. No. Like I, I think my mom might have as well. Mm-hmm. I know that neither of them smoked as I was growing up, but I think they both might have. Uh, I know my dad did, and I think my mom did as well. Uh, before before my oldest sister was born, but as soon as as that that was happening, they were like, "Okay, we're done." Wow. And they stopped, which kind of gives me hope for. Uh, a lack of addictive personality for myself and, yeah. and yeah. for for my for my son, which is great. And like I I recognize that that's very fortunate. It's not the experience that most people have, mm-hmm. but like that's it's something that you know some people can do and you can try. But if you're having problems, definitely go with the lozenges or some sort of yeah. a, a replacement therapy. Because yeah, nicotine. I'm here. I'm just, the only thing I'm here to say is that nicotine replacement therapy works. Yeah. <laughs> it works. It will if you want to see if you want to not smoke. Yeah. The, the the lozenges or the gum is adequate. Yeah. It's and it's for me the lozenges are more than adequate. It's convenient, it tastes good, and you never feel like you're you never feel those withdrawal symptoms that, that I mm-hmm. I've tried so hard to avoid. All right. So that's one habit that we've that I that's a habit that's broken. Yeah. Uh, anything else that's broken or adopted? Broken or adopted as a result of, of Dell or Finn being born? Um, so I've, I've got one that's uh, probably going to provoke a little less conversation, but mm-hmm. um, I, I, I used to sleep naked. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when, when... And I'm free! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but <laughs> I wasn't going to continue. No, yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. It, We're not an you. explicit podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we have to add that tag at that right. point. <laughs> no, not um, doing it. Not, not doing it, iTunes. Yeah. You almost got me, but you didn't. I'm not yeah. doing it iTunes not a sponsor of this podcast. No, um, they should be though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Now, now I wear wear boxers every night instead of uh, going going completely naked. <laughs> Why you. though? Oh, because you know you just don't want to be flopping around on top of your son while you're changing him. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, yeah, you're. I, I've been to. I've been, listeners. I've I've been to the house of the house of Mike, and I've I've know I've I've witnessed that. The change, at least one changing surface, can be if you're standing below the waist. Yeah. So I mean, like, there's that, and just like, you know, maybe maybe we shouldn't be just naked all the time in front of our our children. That's definitely a choice. Like, like yeah. the the nudist household, like the, yeah. the free, you know, whatever. That's a choice you got to make. Yeah. Make and that. and we decided you got to get di- <laughs> yeah. you got to get different carpeting if you make that choice, though, and you got to get different furniture and decor. Yeah. It has to match plastic cover. Right. Right. <laughs> different kind of paintings. That's all. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So it's so it was strictly because what? Because you know, you just thought you shouldn't be doing it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like it's uh, we we want Finn to be comfortable with his body and all that, but like at the same time it's like, well, but sometimes you should wear clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, just just uh, reinforcing that I think is is kind of the main reason. Yeah, uh, that's I mean, that's interesting. So we so do you do naked time with Finn? No. So we we haven't either. But like, I take a look at Teddy, and I was like, he would he would probably really enjoy this. I'm actually <laughs> not. Just, I'm not just, familiar with that. Like, is as, it like, like he's naked? You're all naked? What's, no, 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 what, no. What is naked him, time? him. A oh, little, okay. A little time. A little time that he yeah. gets. You give know, it time. Uh, it'll, <laughs> it'll happen. It'll happen. Trust me. I mean, Pinch, I, yeah. Pinch well, just come on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, no. like we we give him a bath, and then we're all, we're all naked because you know we're bathing, but. You know, beyond that, it's like no, no, we're not really just naked around yeah, yeah. each other. So. Oh, okay, all right. Um, you ba- uh, you bathe together as a family? Uh, well, Finn Finn and I are usually in the tub together, and then got it. And then Nasia is there too. Like uh, she usually doesn't get 
naked because she doesn't need to. But <laughs> right, right, right. But right, I'm right. like actually physically in the tub most of the time. Yeah, and yeah. when she's like, sometimes we switch out. So like when she's she's in the tub, she's naked. So I'm so I'm interested in in only the following. Do you have a special tub that Finn sits in? Because we do. Yeah, we've got we've got a little seat for him. Okay, so your tub is big enough to accommodate the seat. And a human, yeah. Because our tub, re- <laughs> our tub really isn't. So. We used to have like the the toddler tub. It came with a little sling mm-hmm. for the newborn, and then once they're big enough, they just sit in the tub. Uh, and I would where we lived then when we first had Dell, uh, the it was a standing shower, and that was all we had. And so I would put the tub in the floor of the standing shower, and then squeeze myself in there in swim trunks uh, most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, because same, I mean, same reasons. Just like, eh, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, sure. I didn't have to be naked. Um, but, uh, and then, yeah. So now we actually have a bathtub and it's amazing. And it's, he's old enough <laughs> it's to just really sit nice. in a bathtub yeah. and I'm next to it. And, yeah. you know. The yeah. only big problem I have in the bath actually is that, you know, I'm sitting on a little, uh, stool mm-hmm. and he's sitting there. And sometimes, you know, we're facing each other. He will kick out. <laughs> yep. And there's a specific place <laughs> that foot goes. Yeah. It, like it, it, it definitely hits my genitals. And, <laughs> right, right, right. And that's not pleasant. And that's the only real problem that I have. Yeah, he nicked. With... He nicked me. Teddy, Teddy's nicked me before. I think they know. Yeah. I think they have a <laughs> sense. He's like, say, hey, Dad, how's that feel? I read this theory that kids wake you up in the middle of the night the way that they do because it's a, it's a way that evolution has adapted them to keep siblings out of the house because if they're waking you up in the middle of the night, you're not making more babies. And so children, <laughs> and so they thrive right. more. And so children who had that behavior would thrive and reproduce and whatever evolution, if you believe that. Uh, and it makes me wonder if they also know I think, I think... where dad's genitals are. And they're like, if I wreck this, <laughs> yeah. I've got this all to myself. Yeah. Oh, and, and, you know, probably an ingrained Oedipal issue. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, oh, Ooh, there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> yeah. Colin, would you like to take a seat on the couch? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Colin, what do you got? I uh, I used to meditate before Dell was born. I, I, I had made that a habit for myself, and uh, I I don't know how you do that after you have a child um, <laughs> because you don't have the time, and if you stop for more than two minutes, and you you fall asleep. Like, you just fall asleep. If you stop yourself for two minutes, you fall asleep. And so I don't know how I'm supposed to meditate for, like, 20 minutes when mm-hmm. Dell's napping. I'll just fall asleep. So I wouldn't say I broke that habit, but I lost it. And I either need to get it back or go to therapy. So Right, right. I got to uh, figure that out. <laughs> therapy's never a bad option. It's not. I could yeah. do both. Um, but, uh, but yeah. I do therapy weekly. So I mean, yeah, you know. I do it bi-weekly myself. Yeah. I, I don't know. To... I don't know what New Yorker were this salt that doesn't have a therapist. Yeah. I've been thinking about it for a long time and now like having, you know, thought about this question, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's going to happen. So especially, I mean, it's, it's hard to catch up with yourself, you know, like it, I mean, this is a very, yeah. like, this seems like a line out of a Woody Allen movie or something. Say it, say it anyway. <laughs> No, what I just said. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. like you need to. It's it's hard to catch up with yourself when you're constantly taking care of a child, and then you just it feels like uh, you need to defrag the disc, right? Like it just keeps right. getting used, yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. little pieces getting left and scattered everywhere. And after a while, you're just like, "Who am I? What's happening?" And, like, you, and you never get the opportunity to like pull those together, right? Pull them out and make sense of them. Yeah, which is why I was meditating in the first place, and now I need something to, yeah. So. I mean, so what did meditation bring to you that now you feel like you're missing? Yeah, it calmed me down, um, got me in touch with, you know, what my mental habits are and helped me identify the things that needed to, you know, if if I react a certain way to a thing that's not helpful, I can usually catch that and uh, and before it, you know, escalates. And so, so yeah, that that's that's something I'd like to get back. I just I feel like I'm more primal now, which I don't like. Like I don't have as much control over how I react to things. Mm-hmm. I guess more in the uh, more in the moment and more uh, I mean concerned with the present because you're always kind of taking care of somebody else, yeah. right? It's, yeah. That's that's the hard that's the hard part because you know your your attention's always focused outward, but you do need that time to to allow it to focus inward. Yeah. I mean, for my other than therapy, for my for my part, my inward focusing time. I don't know about you, Mike. Um, is that as long as I'm not doing something like the night before, like there's not a great TV show on that goes to 11 or 11 or midnight, I find early morning time to be the best time to sit there with my thoughts 
Uh, I usually write a little bit during it, mm-hmm. but I mean, I that's the it's it's quiet time and the city is really quiet at yeah. that time, which is which is really beautiful and the sun's kind of just coming up and you can see it and the you know and the in the and the meter maids are just about ready to start giving everyone tickets. Mm-hmm. It's just a, just a beautiful time. But that's but that's kind of what I do to get get I find that time to myself is really really important as well and that's one thing that I do to try and get that is to wake up really early in the morning. Yeah. Like I'm talking like 4 a.m. Yeah. or 5 a.m. You know, just mm-hmm. to just to have that quiet. Yeah, I, I usually just like take my subway rides for that because mm-hmm. you know that I, I have to get up and I have to start you know making food for the for for the baby and for uh, my wife and myself. So, but there's like... other people there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I mean that's amazing, um, Colin. I'm sure you're gonna get back. Yeah, you're you're gonna get that meditation back. You gotta get that time back, bro. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get that time back. All right. So question number two: What's one habit you hope your son will adopt or avoid? Colin, what do you got? Uh, I mean, smoking was the first thing that came to mind. Really? Yeah. Avoid yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, Which you, you don't want him to. You don't want him to be a smoker. Oh no! Like, I, you don't I, want I, it to sound like Larry King. No, Caller, no, Cincinnati. No, I really want him to start smoking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know what? Send him. A, I'll foster your child, yeah. like they do in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. No, no, he he fostered with the dissenters for three years, <laughs> and now he smokes and curses yeah. like a sailor. I know. He's watching Mad Men every morning. It's you know, it's, it's no. I really because like I said, I grew up in a smoking household. I hated it. By the time I was a teenager, I would complain about it. I would hide their cigarettes. They did not think it was funny, uh, as you could imagine. No, it's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, but, like, because of that, I was never going to smoke. I've never been interested in smoking. So now I'm worried because he doesn't have that exposure, that aversion, that he won't be as uh, opposed to it, maybe? I don't know. But then I think also there are parents of smokers, or, you know, kids of smokers who, because their parents smoke and they're around it, it's not as big a deal to them. I'm so. the I'm the only one of my siblings who smokes. Yeah, or I, who or who smoked as much as much um, as much as I did. Yeah, like I every I think, I think we I I think my I think we all tried it. Yeah, but I'm the only one it stuck with. I mean, I did literally try a cigarette because I was like, "What is this?" And it was gross. And it, no, it makes you feel sick. And it's one of those things where it's like, "Well, why does everyone ever?" Continue to do this. Like no one likes it the first time. Right. It's so no, crazy. It, it literally made me sick yeah. the first three times that I tried it, and for some reason I just kept doing it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why. Like when I was sixteen, I tried it, made me sick. When I was seventeen, when I was sixteen, I tried it twice, made me sick both times. Like really sick, like nauseous. I think I have to vomit. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't. And I, you know, I didn't vomit, and I kind of got over it. And then I tried it again. And then I tried it again. And like by the time I was about eighteen, I was like, "Hey, give me one of them." You yeah. Know, when I was meeting, when I was meeting friends, I was like, "Oh, okay." And when I got to college, just started buying packs because cigarettes were cheap when I was in college. I don't know how people do it now, especially in New York. It's super duper expensive. Good Lord, yeah. Super. You've got to decide between avocado toast and cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. You really look, man. Cigarettes are uh, pack of Marlboro Lights is fifteen dollars in in, in in Manhattan. Yeah. Some places sixteen. You know, in, yeah. in certain parts of Times Square. So. I wish it was a hundred. No, I know you do because <laughs> you're evil. No, um, I no, I feel bad for I feel bad for people because it's yeah. because you're 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 raking in money. It's like shooting fish in a barrel in terms of revenue, right? You're raking in money on people who quite literally, you know, cannot resist the temptation. Well, I think yeah, yeah. the idea is to raise the price in order to make the alternatives. Uh, like like the lozenges or something more appealing. Like it's right. it's cheaper now to just like get off of the habit instead of trying to feed it. Right. So that that's kind of I think that's kind of the idea, and that's the the economic. I just want to go back to the perspective. I just want to go back to the days of basic unfiltered that were a buck a pack. You know when men were men and when. Cigarettes were no, I'm kidding. Um, that's cigarettes the, were also men. The cigarettes were also human males. <laughs> um, all right, so one habit you want to break or avoid, Mike? Um, I I just don't want my son to say bro all the time. Oh, good. Just like I, <laughs> now, I mean, like we, we talked about, it's like ah, oh, maybe he'll be in finance, like, and then he'll say bro all the time. But uh, <laughs> no, I mean, like obviously want it, want him to want him to avoid uh, cigarettes and and drugs in general. Um, I think those are those are kind of kind of the big things at this point. It's like avoid. Avoid drugs. Avoid cigarettes. Of you know, do, do your best. Like figure out what what makes sense for you. But at the same time, like you know, these things are probably not good for you and won't won't help you move forward in your life. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I you know it, it, it for me, 
it's actually one I hope that he'll adopt, and that's finishing what he starts. Mm. I hope that's a I hope that's a habit that he adopts. Um, I I don't giving up is not something that has ever. I don't I don't give up I easily on on things that I start. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like it when I'm working with somebody on something. And the other person has given up bothers me. Yeah. And I don't know why it bothers me, but it always did. But it's something that I got ever since ever since I played music. Because there were times when I was – because I played, played the piano for like, oh, God. The time I was 12 until like practice faithfully for, you know, what, about another 12 years. Uh, and there was always times where I thought that I wouldn't be able to do something or get this piece or this line or whatever, whatever. But the more I worked at it, the more I got it. And it's that sort of discipline that kind of like you set yourself goals and as long as they're not impossible. Like if your goal is I want to, you know, throw a lasso around the sun and, and throw that into the Andromeda galaxy, obviously it's an impossible goal, right? But if you set yourself reasonable goals, I think it's important to just kind of finish what you start yeah. because I think it's just good practice. That's yeah. all. I mean, because life's always good. There, there's going to be a ton of stuff that you have to start at work, uh, that he has to start at, that Teddy has to start at work once he's older, and he's not always going to want to get to the end of it. But you just got to get to the end of it. You know, it's like tearing off a Band-Aid. Yeah. You know, sit down and do the work. So, when, when, you know, at work next year? Next yeah, year no, he, I mean, he, I mean, look, I got a cannery. When he, when uh, he goes down I got a cannery out in Montana that's willing to take him. Says he's a little young. <laughs> Little young, but you know, uh, they usually can, uh, take three-year-olds. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Ba- you know, look, uh, baby can operate the, that machinery, and um, yeah, you know, everything's automated. Everything's automated. I feel like that was a Popeye cartoon. I don't know. I feel like, was it real? I feel like <laughs> I feel like I can see Sweet Pea in a, in a spinach canning <laughs> factory running the um, running the conveyor belt. An unhealthily dangerous <laughs> spinach factory. Yeah. Like, oh my god! I, if you read, if you never read, um, what's the Upton Sinclair novel? The Jungle. The Jungle. Yeah. Oh, there's 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 some stories. I have not. I should. I it's to. it's it's. Pretty, I haven't yeah. read it. Well, it's a love letter to communism. <laughs> oh well, I'm all about it. Sure. I mean, like essentially is, yeah. is what it is. But um, it, it, at least that's what I understand it to be. Uh, which I'm not saying is necessarily a bad thing. But the person, that, you know, up to Sinclair is writing it from a def- definitely from a point of view. Yeah, yeah. You know, from uh, but, a point but, of view that like we shouldn't be like scraping things off the floor and serving them to people no that why don't the workers own the modes the means of production the, yeah, the, yeah. the mean the mean the mop the means of production like why don't why, why isn't this sure. all worker owned why isn't you know why right. because that's because that's the only way that you're ever going to get equitable treatment for the worker yada yada, right. yada. Sure, there's, sure. There's all those all those sorts of things um all right so last question what's one habit you wish you could adopt oh, gentlemen man. yeah hit me the the biggest thing is hit just me, like Mike. Yeah, I, I just I just really want the the just just get it done. Like it's like I have to do this thing. Just do the thing instead of like okay, let me put it in the calendar and I've got to figure out what I'm gonna do. Because like I've I've got a list of stuff that I want to do and I want to get done. And like I I actually use the uh, getting things done system where I put stuff in like stuff and I have different contexts where I can do stuff and I don't follow it as well as I should. And that's that's a thing that I really need to... I'm unfamiliar with the getting it done. Is that a, like a specific branded kind of system? Yeah, yeah. that's a book. I yeah, there's a book. book. Is it yeah, a book? I have not read that book. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean to read to that book, says Colin. Uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> just like the idea is like you you get like all of these things and like all of those things are in your inbox. So like you, yeah. you like put a note in and, and like you have to just then sit down and go through all of those things one at a time and then either take care of them right away or file them into somewhere that, you know, you can take care of them. Yeah. Like, so, so you don't forget anything. So basically you don't have to keep all these things in your brain yeah, yeah. at the same time. It's all taking, like, it's all somewhere else. So you can feel free to do what you need to do in front of you. And then when you switch contexts and you don't you know, need to be doing those things anymore, you're like, well, what do I need to do right now? You can look at the board and be like, oh, okay, these are the things that I need to do and that I can do right now. Let me take care of them as soon as possible. Yeah. So that's something that I'm working on that I'd, I'd like to to um, get into the habit of better. So. I find that I, have, I always have daunting lists, especially at work. Yeah. Um, and for me... I find that breaking them up into manageable bites, if it's a huge yeah. task, motivates me more. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
what's the next thing? Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. What's the next step? Actually yeah. part of the getting things done. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's a next action thing. So, like, yeah. you've got a projects list. Like, these are the projects. And then, like, what's the actual next action? Yeah. And the idea is, like, when you review your, your board, you say, okay, these are the projects. What is, like, one action that I can take to, you know, get forward, to, to move forward on this project? And you're supposed to put that in the you know, next action. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah so, right. So, yeah. I'm a, so I'm an attorney. I'm a litigator. And, I, you know, I write documents a lot mm-hmm. and instead of but so a note on my a note on my calendar on my calendar that says compose xyz document mm-hmm. well, i'm not gonna want to do that right that's a daunting task yeah. yeah but if if the note on my calendar says uh you know do xyz section of xyz section mm-hmm. of xyz document a lot more likely to do it yeah I'm like, lot, oh that'll take like 20 yeah. minutes exactly yeah yeah Pish tosh, you know, yeah, yeah. I, and I could do it. And once I'm done with that, and then you kind of get rolling. You're just like, oh, okay, yeah. oh, now I see where I'm, where I'm going. Because usually for me, in ter- at least in terms of composing something, the, the why I'm not doing it is because I haven't figured some aspect of it out. Yeah. But I always find that in the doing, I tend to just kind of figure it out as yeah. I go. And it's the the starting doing. Yeah. Is yeah. daunting because you're afraid to get blocked. But I think you just have to trust that you're not going to get blocked. Like that, that, that the answer will come to you somehow, yeah. some way. Yeah, that's yeah. been my experience yeah. like with writing, creatively or otherwise. Anything, yeah. you know, it it's, just, it, with programming, it's the same. It. I mean, like you okay. start it, you go through and like maybe you get a little bit blocked by something and then you Google it and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's how you do it. Okay, that makes sense. And then you, you yeah. pull that in. And, and yeah. then if it's taken you a long time to find the solution, you kind of put it the side, put it to the side for a day. And then the next day you deal with the next little section. Yeah. I don't know. Um, all right, Colin, what do you got? Uh, I mean, very similarly, my I stay at home with Dell. Most of my days is, is you know him, and uh, or taking care of the house since Amy's working. I don't want her to like work all day and then come home and have to you know do laundry or clean the kitchen or whatever. Even though she still does a lot of that stuff, but I do as much of it as I can. Uh, and so I, there are things I want to is do. A- is Amy gonna gonna roll her eyes when she hears you say that? By the way, <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so. Is she gonna? I don't she think gonna, so. Is, is, how hard is the eye roll? I'll report That's back. <laughs> I'll report back. Um, there are certain tasks I think she has taken. Like she always cleans the oven. I never clean the oven. I'm nope. Not I doing don't want to clean the oven. Not doing the, it. I should say the range. Not uh, doing. Not it. The, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we never clean the oven. Like that just. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. What? A, you know. What am I? That doesn't. That doesn't get clean. What am I in 1950? Yeah. You know. But whatever. Um, uh, she cleans her couch, which is black because it was free. We have a white dog. We would not have bought a black couch. But <laughs> oh wait, how does she clean it? What does she like? Dust pasta? She uses uh, lint rollers. The you know the roller sheets. God like bless the, her. Mm-hmm. Just cover it in plastic. Wow. I vacuum it. Like I try to vacuum it once a week. I would use a proton pack. Yeah, yeah. Destroy it. There have been many times (laughs) I wanted to use a positron collider. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If you need to cross the streams, get it done. Um, (laughs) But uh, never mess with a guy with a positron collider, huh? (laughs) But I was once upon a time an actor. I would like to continue to be an actor. I have also written things. I would like to continue to write things. Uh, Those things are not happening so much right now, and I need to make myself work on them when I have time. And when I do end up having time, I don't use it productively. I play video games and watch TV and waste my time online and just generally fart around. So because my brain is just like, uh, I just don't want to, you know. With so. that, I, I have to tell you, with that, in terms of in terms of you know making something happen, what I found to be the most useful is to um, just devote. A, almost a minuscule at the beginning time, amount of time yeah, to it. Yeah, like I've heard that approach. Because yeah. if because if I could do a half hour on X Y Z, the next week I could probably do an hour. Yeah, you know, and it, it provided that I have the time. And sometimes some days I don't have the time. Some days I don't have any time. Yeah, you know, so it's there's only twenty four hours in a day. Which yeah, there, yeah. I, I, sometimes sometimes I wish there was twenty eight hours in the day. Oh man, you know, I mean, it, but there's only twenty four hours, and I try to use them productively. But if there are twenty eight hours, you'd fill those extra four hours with something else. Like work Reddit. would be four hours longer. <laughs> right? No, exactly, exactly. And rent would be for work for work hours more expensive. Yeah. yeah. Or your mortgage would be too. Yeah. Right. You know. Um. But I don't know. That's that's what I find a small amount of time. Mm-hmm. I think I was listening to I was listening to the Joe. I don't know if you guys listen to Joe Rogan, um, the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, no, I haven't really. Is, I listen to the Joe Rogan experience. I like him because he has a lot of comics on, mm-hmm. and I really love stand up comedy. But he has all. He also has some really thought provoking other other interviews. Anyways, he's big about discipline. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he's like, well, you know, if you're doing something else, it just takes intense discipline 
if you're, you know, if you're working a day job or you have, you know, other responsibilities that are major responsibilities to do anything else, you know, anything else, especially creatively takes it takes just a tremendous amount of discipline and whatever you do, you just, you just kind of have to do it regularly. It doesn't, I don't think it has to be. And I take that from just be disciplined about it, but I don't think it has to be every day. I think it could be every week. Even yeah. yeah. If you, even if you have like an hour a week, I think that's worth it. Right. It's better than not doing it at all. Right. right. Yeah. Well, at least, at least, you know, you get, you get the following week, you get to return back to whatever you did the first hour of the first week. Yeah. And you get to be like, yeah, you know, I, I did that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's something I did. Um, I don't know. That's kind of, that's, that's where I, that's what I think about it. Um, as for me, a habit that I wish I could adopt was fitness. Mm. Other people mm-hmm. run, lift weights. I do none of that stuff. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like I'm cruising for a health problem eventually yeah. if I don't, you know, and that's and that's one thing I definitely liked it. But I like you, you know, and Mike, like you, I, I feel like I don't have time. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, if I had a full time job, I have no idea when I would. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. you're a stay at home dad. You do have a full time. But job. I can. That's a full time. But job. during that job, I can do I can exercise. You know what I mean? Because I run with Dell, so I work get a, a standing desk, get a treadmill desk, Paul, right, at right. work. And no, then... <laughs> theoretically, theoretically, I could be, you know, I could be, you know, I could be Thedidimus Lord of the standing desk, but I don't want to be. I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? I you don't... could just do push-ups while you're writing briefs. No, and say bro while you're. Doing no, it. and I don't want to. I don't want to do that while I'm at work. While I'm at work, I just want to work. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I know guys who go to the. I know guys who go to the gym at. at uh, lunch. Yeah, I, they, they they make it happen, and they come they come back like little little misty from shower. Yeah. You know, you I'm know shaking I mean? my head because that just seems like oh, it just seems like a lot of work in the middle of the day. But you know what? They do it, and they believe in it, and they love to do it. It makes yeah. them feel good. It makes people feel good, and that's really what I'm concerned. Yeah. That what I'm yeah. concerned about. I want to make sure that I'm feeling as best as I could be. Yeah, and I think uh, some sort of even modest fitness or exercise regimen. And the other thing, I, the other thing I was always thinking of is I, I wanted to get into yoga. Because mm, yeah. I heard it was really, you know, just good for you. Yeah. You know, but it's it's one of those habits that I just can't seem to pick up mm-hmm. no matter how. Because there's always something more important. And a lot of creative stuff is, to me, more important than fitness. Yeah. I, I'm, I, as far as like, creative, I just feel like I'm, a, I'm just a box for my brain. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, the, you know, a meat puppet carrying my brain around. And I really don't care what happens to it sometimes. <laughs> but I don't know. That, but that's definitely the habit that I would like to, that I would like to adopt. Mm-hmm. Guys, you've been great. Um, you're all amazing and, but that's all the time we have for today. Unfortunately, that's too bad. That is too bad. That is too bad. So thanks so much to everyone who submitted questions to us. Um, all of whom were anonymous. Want your questions answered and your name said aloud on the podcast? Hit us up on Facebook on the Dads on Dads on Dads page and throw us a like. Hit us up on Twitter at Dads on Dads Pod. Toss us a follow or email us at Dads on Dads on Dads at gmail.com. Can somebody email us? You know, just somebody... Just somebody just email us. Cause we, no, because all the questions I get are either through Twitter or Facebook. For the love of God, just email the boy. Right. He just wants to read your emails. I just want to read your emails. Um, this podcast is available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and lots and lots and lots of other places. But if there's a place where you go for podcasts that it isn't available, let us know and I'll put it there. I mean, if you use SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud. As, <laughs> as the Emacs uh, plug-in for SoundCloud, <laughs> you can you can, you can can actually get Dads on Dads on Dads on SoundCloud. Our SoundCloud... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Our SoundCloud plays have, <laughs> our SoundCloud plays have really uh, have really increased. Our plays in general and downloads have really increased because late. of SoundCloud. Because of SoundCloud, um, it, it, he's just a man named SoundCloud. <laughs> um, special thanks to Computer Music All Stars for the theme song, to the QED and Astoria for letting us record here. You guys rock, and to our wives, without whom we would not be dads. And happy belated Mother's Day! Although we did wish you that on Twitter. Make sure to check you check out www.outrunthebearmedia.com for more, and join the mailing list at the bottom of the homepage from Outrun the Bear Media. From Mike and Colin, I'm Paul. Thank you for listening, and keep on dadding. <laughs>